Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, where you get valuable information you just can't find anywhere else. To thrive in today's trying times, you need the Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. Go to FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com and get your free newsletter and gift. Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. And welcome. You are listening to the Financial Survival Network. I'm Kerry Lutz. Today is 625-21. Well, we've got a really special guest on. This person I've known since I got into this business. And that was June 7th, 2011, when I became a full-time podcaster. I credit this person, one of my inspirations for getting into this, for starting up with his career, for giving up all my other interests, pursuing podcasting solely and with single-mindedness, helped me along the way. He's been on the show a number of times. Uh, you've heard his commentaries on Gold Seek Radio, which he he was the official opinion commentator for Gold Seek Radio from 2007 all the way through 2020 when it eventually ceased. And you'll know his voice the second you heard it. If, uh, if this rings a bell, hey, send me an email. Let me know what you think. KL at KerryLutz.com. Right now, the one and only Robert Ian, ConquerChange.com is with us. Robert, it's really great to be here with you. Hey, Kerry, it's Robert Ian with ConquerChange.com. How are you today? 
All right. All right. So we got a lot to talk about. We haven't talked really in a couple of years. A lot's happened. Uh, we'll, we'll stay on the, uh, on the sunnier side of the tracks. So we'll talk about economics, work trends, the way cities are going down the tubes, all of these things. And, you know, there are societal changes upon us that really few of you out there were ever contemplating, ever prepared for. Many of you have adapted. Uh, businesses, small businesses as a result of pandemic policy have uh, really uh, hit a brick wall, literally been shut down without any thought about their employees, about the people who put their life's blood into them. We've got a lot of societal changes taking place. What is your take on all this, Robert? Yeah, there, there's, you know, we talk about change all the time, but there's there's a tremendous amount of change that's taken place. I mean, prior to the pandemic, I mean, the real estate was in a bubble. I mean, the amount of appreciation that was going on starting in 2016 and 17, especially into 2018, moving up. I mean, we had 30 and 40% appreciation in some markets going into 2019. Uh, I mean, it was, things seemed to be really, really inflated. Uh, and everyone was waiting, you know, for, for the shoe to drop, that things may not go up higher. And then lo and behold, you know, we, we have, we, we get hit with the pandemic, you know, this global crisis that we've all been dealing with the last year plus. And what happens? Real estate prices continue to go up. Uh, very, very unintended consequence, something I actually uh, never factored into any of my calculations early on because I was actually waiting for more of a of a more of a correction. Uh, very surprising in the calculus uh, process. Uh, one of the uh, big changes that's happened is as people were confined to home, uh, did not go into work, uh, people realized that uh, for many uh, occupations and jobs, they, they didn't have to go into the office as as much in some cases at all and then all of a sudden over this last year many people realized that they could actually work and live almost anywhere and do in some cases their same jobs uh, so there's been a, a tremendous amount of shuffling in terms of the population relocating uh, I mean real estate prices are nuts all over the country. I know you've covered this in great length on your show, Carrie, because I follow it. But I mean, real estate prices are nuts. I mean, properties come on the market. They're sold the same day. You've got uh, bidding wars. Oh, bidding wars. And it's yeah. not just people. It's not just people that are mm -hmm. moving out of one state and moving into another. That is a slice of the pie. Uh, we have funds that have been put together now that are actually buying up properties. They are people uh, are bidding against nameless, faceless funds. I mean, they're snapping them up. They're snapping them up. I mean, real estate agents are absolutely inundated 18 hours a day with calls and texts. I know many of them where I live and it's nonstop. It's, it's a manic situation. Uh, right now, there doesn't appear to be any end in sight. But as we know from, from past situ situations like this, there's always an end in sight. We just never know what's going to precipitate that and how it will look and how it will eventually shake out. 
Right. Well, one of my early guests and somebody you are very familiar with, Bob Chapman, told me 10 years ago that the goal of the Federal Reserve and the government was to snap up all the individuals' houses so that there would be no more individual ownership of homes, effectively destroying the American dream. I always thought, I always thought back to that, say, nah, that can't be, that can't be. But now when you see uh, these funds coming in with cash offers 30, 40% above asking price so that no individual, no matter how well healed they are, really could want to compete or could compete with them. It makes me think that uh, Bob's words were really quite prophetic. Bob was actually extremely prophetic. Um, Bob was Bob started with Chris on GoldSeek uh, when GoldSeek Radio started in 2005, early 2006. Um, I started doing my uh, closing commentaries uh, in August of 2007, and like you said, continued through uh, through last year with that uh, on, on economic issues. And Bob covered a lot of things, and that that is one of the things he was talking about very early on. And it was it was difficult to actually see that connection at the time. There, there weren't enough dots for, you know, even for myself, like yourself, to, to see how that might connect. But now, now there's more dots on the table and it is very easy to see that that is the picture that is assembling. Uh, there's more centralized ownership of properties, of communities, and there's a lot more rentals that are going on. I mean, we've got this whole rental moratorium issue and uh, you know that whole challenge for independent entrepreneurs who people who have bought two three four homes apartments condos rented them out and they haven't been paid rent in the last year and a half now because of the pandemic uh, wow I mean we, we've got I mean these people are they're like borderline bankrupt at this point yeah I mean it's 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 really bad and now we've so got we, we, we've got situations where there's going to be further moratoriums I mean I don't know how they get paid I don't know how this shakes out we've already lost how many hundreds of thousands of businesses because of the pandemic that aren't going to come back yeah, yeah. some states it's a third forty percent in New York you go down the street there I was there recently uh, last week and every other store is empty and that was a small business. Notice none of the chains have gone out. I don't see one Gap that's closed. I didn't see one, and not that Gap is doing so well, but none of their stores closed. Mall stores, yes, but no Starbucks. I'm in Las Vegas nearby to you, and what I've seen is that in the malls, uh, there no Starbucks have gone out of business, no chain stores have gone out of business, but many, many smaller independent entities have gone out. So just going back to the housing thing, I just read the other day, yesterday, I think that Blackstone spent $16 billion, or they bought 16,000 homes for like $7 billion. So now they've got, they're getting upwards of uh, over 100,000 homes they own. And, uh, you know, there's no economies of scale in buying single family homes like you have for an apartment house. And yet they're buying them up because they've got a model and they're getting free money from the Fed, zero interest uh, loans. And then they're levering up on them. So even if they make a 3% return on the property, even after replacing the furnace and the, uh, and the hot water heater, 
3% on free money is still 3% of infinity, effectively. Absolutely. And yeah, and where does this end? That's the question. The individual can't compete against that kind of buying power. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's very difficult for individuals to, to buy the kinds of homes that they want if they want to move. I mean, these homes are just not staying on the market. I, I personally have a, a friend of my, my, myself and my wife's. I mean, her and her husband just very recently put their home on the market. It was a, a not a super high-end home, not a low-end home, a very moderate home. They put it on the day it went on the market. That night, the realtor said, you've got three offers to choose from. Which one do you want? I mean, and <laughs> they sold number. it. Absolutely. Yeah, and they got over asking. They price, did get right? over asking on it. That is correct. Yes. Right. And so... Hey, what are your thoughts? Uh, we didn't talk about this earlier, but your thoughts about the crypto boom, what's happening now, the pullback in uh, Bitcoin, etc. You have any thoughts about crypto? Don't just survive. Thrive. The Financial Survival Network. Silver One Resources is an exploration and development company backed by strategic investors Eric Sprott and SSR Mining. At Silver One's Candelaria Mine Project in Nevada, there is already a historic resource estimated at 127 million ounces of silver, which Silver One is developing and advancing. The company's Phoenix Silver Project, located within the Arizona Silver Belt, is an early stage exploration project on which native silver vein fragments have been discovered near surface. One grab sample assayed an astounding 14,688 ounces per ton. Yes, that's right. Ounces, not grams. Silver One has tremendous exploration potential, is extremely leveraged to the price of silver, and is cashed up and poised to increase shareholder value. Silver One trades in New York under the ticker SLVRF and in Toronto under the ticker SVE. To learn more, go to silverone.com. That's silverone.com. This is the Financial Survival Network, the information you need to thrive now more than ever. Wow, that's such a wild card right now. I mean, and, you know, I, I hesitate commenting too in-depth on crypto, and I will tell you why. Because crypto is, there are unknown unknowns with crypto, and there are aspects of crypto that I think are still that are still very volatile. And the question always is, where, why and how did these large run ups occur in Bitcoin? Where, why and how is the cause of of these dramatic pullbacks? I mean, I know I know people that have done amazingly well with cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. but you, you, with with crypto, anyone that has filled out their tax return, I'm assuming everybody listening to this this last year, <laughs> your, hopefully <laughs> your tax return right under your name this year, this last tax return, first time there's a checkbox that asks if you have any crypto of any kind in an account. It's a checkbox now. That is now starting to be tracked. So the idea of anyone thinking that crypto is anonymous or that they're going to have secret wealth or that they're going to hide it, um, I think is is an illusion. I think is something that that can potentially be not a good thing. It's uh, everything is traceable today, whether people think it is or not. And I think people have to be be careful uh, with that. Um, 
it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, and I know some people may not like my comment on that, but I think that it's, uh, I think crypto is very volatile and I, I don't think it's going to replace the dollar at all. I think at some point it may be outlawed. And I think that uh, Blythe Masters, who left uh, J.P. Morgan and started her own firm and worked with smart contracts, essentially laid the groundwork for what essentially could be a Fed coin. Um, and if you look on her LinkedIn profile, uh, she literally just like six months before COVID, if you look at the timing of it, she went off and is doing lots of foundational work now and on three or four boards. Her work is done. So the foundation is now laid essentially for whatever they want to roll out at whatever time. And my personal assessment, that's only a, an educated guess, is that all the tools are there uh, to essentially come out with whatever they want. If they go to universal basic income of any kind, they will issue their own type of digital currency uh, or card or whatever you want to call it um, that will tie all of this together. And people have gotten really addicted, unfortunately, to the free money drops that have happened the last year. And it's, uh, it's the long-term unemployment benefits have incentivized a lot of people to not go back to work. Look at how difficult it is to to attract people to, to current job postings. Um, we're, we're in really uncharted territory right now. And so true. And I, I don't have answers, actually. I just have questions at this point, you know? Hey, so, uh, yeah, the cryptos, it's going to play itself out. I tend to uh, agree with you on much of what you said, but it sure is fun to watch. Uh, looking at cities, we see our major cities in the country, particularly in certain states with a certain political ilk, are literally imploding before our very eyes. And it doesn't seem like anybody is trying to do anything about it, try to stop it. Um, have cities uh, outlived their usefulness? And like you said, people can live and work in the same place now. They don't have to commute. Uh, cities, have they outlived their usefulness? No, I think cities are definitely going to go through a transformation. I mean, I think everything is going through massive change right now. Uh, I think we are, I mean, our cities, our infrastructure everywhere is overdue for a massive overhaul, uh, not just our highways, but our cities, buildings, bridges, you name it. Uh, so uh, this ultimately will become an opportunity, I think, for the furtherance of that. How that gets defined and implemented, I think, will be the real question. I did see a headline today, although I haven't really drilled down into it. There is some some supposed infrastructure bill that was apparently passed today, a little over a trillion dollars. I don't really know what that actually means. But let's be honest, you know, when President Obama came in in 2008, he at that time, I did a gold seek on this because I know I it for a fact, he was going to do a trillion dollar infrastructure plan in Shovel 2008. Ready. Shovel ready. And, he, you know, and, and everyone since then, uh, he was going to do it in 2012. President Trump was going to do it. And, and now we're in 2021. Okay. So we don't have it yet. So everyone's getting ready to get ready. That seems to be kind of the standard process. And here we still are and the infrastructure still crumbling. So maybe that will be one of the byproducts that comes out of the, the COVID rebuild. Cause we are going to have a COVID rebuild. Uh, there's no question about it. 
Yeah, and hey, just being in Las Vegas this past few days, the line at the damn Starbucks is 50 deep. I mean, I look at it, I said, and of course, in casinos, they don't, uh, in the hotels, they don't have do-it-yourself coffee. You can't make your own coffee there. There's no Keurig there. And you got to go wait online and, you know, I'm looking for other places. But the place is packed is the point. Everything is packed. The streets, traffic isn't as bad because it's during the week. But uh, but the Uber drivers are all raking in the, the bank. And uh, there's definitely a COVID bounce taking place. And now virtually every state has reopened. There are mask mandates that are being universally ignored. And you can have your own opinion on that. I don't think it's altogether negative. But the point is, like you said, the COVID bounce is happening. How strong that will be, how sustainable will it actually advance the economy or just increase imports with no increase in exports? I think those are all wild cards. But for sure, there's one piece of advice you give to people out there who have gone through this with us. What would it be? Wow. A piece of advice. Um, I think, well, I guess maybe from a couple of perspectives. If anyone has been listening clearly to your show uh, since 2011, anyone that has been listening to my commentaries on GoldSeek uh, through last year or availing themselves of this level of subject matter, then hopefully they either have no debt or have minimized their debt because probably the best saving grace to get through the COVID financial challenges is is either no or a minimal debt load. Um, going through COVID uh, with a stop in commerce, with a stop in uh, business, with a stop in production, uh, and then with, with a debt that hasn't stopped, the stress, the problem, everything that goes with that speaks for itself. So if you haven't made plans to do that, now is the time to, I think, maybe reevaluate, redefine what success is for you, um, for your family. Uh, I'm sure it's going to involve maybe taking better care of yourself with your health. Uh, focused on your health care, uh, do what you can to stay healthy. Hopefully, um, you, you know, you've been minimally impacted, but everyone knows someone if they haven't themselves been or had a family member that has been impacted uh, sometimes uh, very seriously by COVID. So uh, this, 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 is, this is, it affects people at the peaks of valleys, in the peaks and valleys of human emotion right now. Um, there's, there's things to be excited about, but there's there's many things to be sad about at the same time. And uh, so it's, it's a constant act of balancing those things together. So, you know, there's no like universal optimistic voice, I think, that you can shed through this. And I don't think there's a universal pessimistic voice you can have either. It's really it's, it's really mixed. And I think it's important to kind of balance the two. And, 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 and do your best to find equilibrium between the two of them. All right. I think that's sage advice, uh, being debt-free, uh, but inflation's coming, and it might well be that uh, inflation-induced destruction on things like your mortgage and uh, cars, maybe that's going to have a beneficial effect for those of you who are in debt, but otherwise, don't go into debt to buy a flat-screen TV by any stretch. The only things uh, you should ever undertake debt for is 
perhaps your vehicle and you shouldn't get a better car than you could really afford and uh, a home perhaps. But with that in mind, uh, Robert, really appreciate you coming on. It's been a pleasure having you and uh, it's been too long. If you got any questions for Robert, just send me an email, kl at kerrylutz.com. Make sure you go over to financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Sign up for your free newsletter. Robert, stay well. Thanks so much for being with us. Hey, fantastic. Look forward to doing it again. Uh, Everybody stay well and be safe. And go to conquerchange.com. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for listening to Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, your solution to today's trying times. For the latest, go to FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com. Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.